Hey, architecture firm owners and emerging leaders, get ready for unparalleled insight into the development of a world-class architecture firm and a worldwide organization driving the digital transformation of the design and construction industry with Build Smart, the podcast that's changing how our profession operates. We share the incredible stories behind innovation in the building industry with my friend and co-host, Patrick McLaney, FAIA, former CEO of the international architecture firm, HOK. You know, Yamasaki's office or firm lasted during his lifetime. And when he passed away, I think that was the end of the Yamasaki office. Helmut did not want that. He wanted a firm that would live out and grow beyond the founders. In season one, discover the untold stories behind HOK's meteoric rise, from 150 employees in St. Louis to a powerhouse with over 1,900 staff members and 27 offices worldwide. You know, they weren't as polite as the Kojima people. That was just boom. And anytime you have a creditor, whether it's Kojima or the bank, that wants their money, unless you can raise money someplace else, you are out of business. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. And hold on tight for season two, where Patrick takes us on a new adventure as chairman of Building Smart International, shaping the future of digital transformation in the design, construction, and operation of built assets. Ian Howell, Ken Harold, and I, Ken was my technical representative from HOK. The three of us took a tour of Europe of five cities in five days. Very busy time. Simply follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Smart Now and uncover lessons that will transform you and your architecture firm. There is a better way to practice architecture. When you build a thriving business, you will then have the time and the financial resources to do your best work to design the architecture that you want to design. We've built a powerful program of resources, training, and community for you, the small firm architect. We'll show you how to build a better business so you can be a better architect. Entree Architect Academy. To learn more, visit the homepage at entrearchitect.com. You are listening to Entree Architect Podcast, and this is episode 184. Welcome back to the Entree Architect Podcast. My name is Mark Arlapage, and this is the podcast dedicated to a successful life as a small firm architect. Whether you have plans to someday start your own firm, whether you're in the process of launching a startup, or you might be an experienced small firm architect just trying to make a difference, this podcast is for you. My goal is to inspire you to build a better business so that you may pursue your purpose with passion and live the life of your dreams. In the back of your mind, every day, there's a goal that you want to accomplish. Whether it's a new strategy, a new business process, or a personal change in your life, it sits back there day after day, scratching at the door, wanting to be let out. We keep that goal locked away because if we we let it out, we may need to care for it. We may need to nurture it. We may need to help it grow. We may need to find a way to accomplish it. That takes discipline and effort and, and, and thought, right? It's hard. But let's do this. Let's 
let's accomplish some of our goals. What do you want to accomplish? Because the way to accomplish a goal is to create a lasting new habit. And today on the Entree Architect podcast, I'm going to show you how to establish a lasting new habit. This episode of Entree Architect Podcast is supported by our platform sponsors, FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software, and RCAT. And I'm going to share more about these great companies later in the show. But before we get started here, just take a quick note to schedule some time later today, as soon as you're finished listening here, to go visit each one of them and let them know that you appreciate them for supporting us, the Entree Architect community. So I'm back here in the studio in the podcast chair, and I'm talking about establishing new habits. I hope you had a great summer. I hope you had a great vacation. If you're coming back from vacation, this is being recorded in early September. This is such a tough time, right? This transition from summer to fall, from summer schedules and holidays and hanging out with the kids and and then getting back into the new routines, the routines of getting the work done, uh, getting kids back to school, uh, getting getting things off and ready to to roll right, and this, and that you start establishing new routines right around this time. And so, I want I want to talk about this this uh, project that I started ten weeks ago. Um, I wrote a blog post back ten weeks ago, a little over ten weeks ago, uh, called 10 Simple Steps to Develop a Lasting New Habit." So. And you can, you can actually get a link to that. EntreeArchitect.com slash habit will give you, get you right there. And you can take a look at it. You can read it. Uh, I'm going to sort of summarize it here today on the podcast. That's my goal here, to, to share the, 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 the post uh, and, and what I wrote. And then give you some progress, some updates on how it went, right? So it's 10 weeks later. Um, if you read that blog post, it, it's, it was for me, um, it was a goal to figure out how to live a healthier lifestyle, right? That's a pretty general statement to live a, a healthier lifestyle. And it's not easy to be healthy, right? It's very easy for us small firm architects uh, to, to not be healthy, to find, to, to establish some, some bad habits, right? It's easy to, for me, I, I'm, I roll down the stairs, right, into my office. My office is part of my house. It's separate. It has its own entrance and exit. It has great windows out to the outdoors. It's its own space, but it's attached to the house. So I can I can leave the house, go down the stairs into my office. Um, don't walk very far. I don't have to commute anywhere. I get in my soft, com- comfortable chair here. I look at the computer and I can tap away and, and I, can get, I can do this for hours, right? I can do this from, from eight o'clock in the morning until the kids come home and never get up, never stand up, never do anything, right? So that bad habit can very easily be established uh, through routine and consistency and over and over and over again. So the same way that bad habits can be established, you can establish new habits. And so um, I, I wanted to create this new habit of uh, putting together a healthy lifestyle. And so um, I've been, I've been, it's not that I've been uh, unhealthy, you know, so for years I've been walking, I've been walking at least 40 minutes, three times a week. Um, so 40 minutes a day, three times a week. I do, I've done that for years, right? But I don't think that's enough. I'm 47 years old now. I, I'm starting to feel some aches and pains, right? I'm starting to not feel so good about um, uh, the way I look and the way I feel. Um, 
but the walking was better than nothing, right? It's it's better than than nothing. So just over 10 weeks ago, um, as the summer was just getting started, I decided to to make some changes to 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 make some some new commitments. And I know how to establish habits. You know, I've I've done habits before. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm I'm really good at establishing bad habits, uh, but I'm also I'm also very good at establishing new habits. I know how this works. I've read books about it. I've done it before. Um, the Antarctic blog is a habit, right? I started that years ago, and through consistency, I I update that blog every week. Uh, this podcast has become a habit. Every week, I I make sure that this podcast gets put out through uh, the routine and established habits that I have. Um, but I needed to establish this habit uh, for my own health. My health is is something that that I need to pay attention to. I know it's something that many of you need to pay attention to. And so I wanted to write about it. And I wanted to talk about what I did and how I did it. Um, and I called it my 10x project. You may have heard me um, on social media writing about it, uh, posting on Instagram some of my progress. Um, but I wanted to come here today on the podcast to sort of summarize what that 10x project was all about uh, and give you some updates on on how it went, right? So um, I uh, I shared in that post, the entrearch- uh, at com slash habit, um, I shared 10 steps on how you can establish a, a new habit for health, right? So this is this was my goal, a new habit for health. You can apply these 10 steps to any new habit. So if you want to accomplish a new business system or you want to uh, create a new strategy um, it, these 10 steps will help you establish uh, achieve your goal through building a new habit right and so so that building a new habit is this this way of doing it without really thinking about it without it just becomes part of your routine part of your life um, so here are the 10 steps I'm gonna actually I'll run through the 10 steps really quickly and then I'll go back and I'll uh, get into some details about those 10 steps. So number one is understand your why. Why are you doing this? Why, why are you, do you want to establish this new habit? Number two is keep it simple. You know, I, I have a new mantra, uh, keep it simple. It's my mantra for 2017. I wrote a blog post about that too, if you want to take a look at that. Um, that's number two. Number three is give it a project. Uh, give your project a name. Give your project a name. Uh, number four is set a goal. Number five is to develop a plan. Sounds familiar, right? We've talked about all these things before. Number six, track your progress. Number seven, find some accountability. Number eight is take advantage of life's cycles. That's a good one. Take advantage of life's cycles. It makes it easier, right? So number nine is reward yourself. Make sure there's a reward at the end of your uh, of, of creating this habit, this routine that you're going to establish, reward yourself. And number 10, celebrate, right? This podcast, this episode is my celebration of my 10X project, okay? I want you to celebrate with me because I've accomplished this. And I'm going to talk about uh, what I had planned in my 10X project, and at the end, I'll talk about how it went. So let's go back to number one. Number one is understand your why. You know, I've tried to establish healthy habits before. I've tried running before. Um, I've, I've tried uh, meditating. I've tried all these things with some success. Some of those things I've actually have established habits. Others like running, uh, whew, just miserable failure. 
Uh, I've tried to create an established uh, a habit for running in the past. Not so successful, right? So why? Why understand my why? Um, why now, right? 47 years old, almost, you know, a few years, I'm going to be 50 years old. I'm not getting any younger. Um, I'm starting to feel aches and pains uh, from sitting in this chair, from being um, slow and, and quiet and not moving around very much. Your body starts to tighten up and, and you start feeling aches and pains all the time, right? If you're 45 years and older, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Aches and pains are part of life, right? I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, right? So I need to and want to get healthier. Um, I don't want to look back as I get older and regret that I did not um, take these steps to establish new habits, that I didn't, that I, that I, um, lacked the discipline to establish new habits for a healthier lifestyle. I want to create these lifestyle, this lifestyle, and a lifestyle is, is, is just that. It's a style of life. It's, it's, it's the way you live, right? It's not um, just getting out there and pushing through it and doing it for the rest of my life. I don't want that. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a mindset shift. I'm looking for a way of, of integrating this healthier lifestyle, this new way of doing things into my life uh, and making it part of who I am, the identity of me, uh, that I am a healthy person, right? So number one is understand your why. Why do you want to establish this new process? If it's a business process uh, or this new habit, if it's a business process or it's a um, it's a new strategy in your business or it's a personal change other than being healthy, why? Why do you want to do this? Because if you can't answer that first question, that understand your why, if you can't answer that question of why are you doing this, don't even bother with the rest of it because it won't work. It won't work. You will never establish a habit or achieve a goal that you don't know why you're achieving it. Okay, so number one, first thing you need to do is understand your why. Number two, number two, keep it simple. This is probably, I don't know, I'm going to probably say this over and over again, that this is the most important, but keeping it simple is so important to establishing a new habit because you want to make it hard to fail, right? You want to make it hard to fail. Keep it simple. If you can keep it simple, we have so many things we're doing, right? We have, we wear so many hats as architects, as small firm architects. We have so many things going on that if it's too complicated, your brain is just going to shut down and, and it's, you're going to resist. That resistance within you that we all have to push back against the things that, that, that we don't like and the things that are hard, um, that resistance will get stronger, right? And if it's simple, the resistance settles down. Oh, this is easy. I can accomplish this, right? So, so in my case, in my 10X project, or that's that's what I've named it, 10x project. Uh, in my in my um, project to create this healthier lifestyle, I made it hard to fail, right? It's called the 10x project. It's 10 minutes. Of, here's here's the actual uh, um, uh, goal that I had, right? Okay, so I'm going to uh, stretch for 10 minutes. I'm going to do 10 push-ups. I'm going to do 10 crunches. I'm going to walk for 10 minutes. I'm going to run, run. I'm going to run for 10 minutes, ten, just 10 minutes. I'm going to meditate for 10 minutes. And I'm going to do this every weekday for 10 weeks. That was my goal 10 weeks ago, okay? 10 weeks ago, 10 minutes of stretching, 
10 push-ups, 10 crunches, 10 minutes of walking, 10 minutes of running, 10 minutes of meditation every week for 10 weeks. Every every day, every weekday for 10 weeks. That's not too hard, right? It, it's 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 so easy that it it's embarrassing not to accomplish it, right? It's 10 push-ups. We can almost all of us can do 10 push-ups. I can do 10 push-ups, no problem, right? It's not 50 push-ups. It's not 100 push-ups. It's 10, right? 10 push-ups and 10 crunches takes about 10 seconds. <laughs> so it's impossible to not, it, all you have to do is get down on, your, on the ground and do it, right? So 10 push-ups, not 50 push-ups. 10 minutes of meditation, simple. Go download an app called um, uh, Headspace, or there are other apps that are just uh, guided meditation or just music that's great for meditation. And just close your eyes and be quiet for 10 minutes. Listen to your own breath for 10 minutes. That's it. Every time that your mind wanders, come back to your breath. That's all it is. That's all it is. It's not difficult. It's not this mysterious psychic thing, this meditation. It's just being quiet and, f- and finding your own inner peace. That's all it is. So just, I did it in my car. That way there's no kids, there's no interruptions, there's no phones, there's nothing. So I would go through my, 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 my push-ups and my crunches, then I would do my running and walking, and then I would meditate in the car. And, I would, and, I, and no one would bother me, right? So I would put on the music, and I'd close my eyes, and I'd listen to my own breath. And I would just, I'd count my breaths. One in, one out. Two in, two out. Three in, three out. And you do that for 10 minutes. It's not hard, trust me. It's hard at first because it's sort of weird and you haven't done it before, but you can do it. And you will fail, You'll your mind will wander and it'll go to the list of things that you're supposed to be doing right now. But just bring it back. So give yourself permission to allow it to happen. It's going to happen, let it happen, and then bring it back. Acknowledge that it happened and bring it back. And that's it. That's and just do that for ten minutes. It's it's not hard to do it for ten minutes, and do that every day for ten minutes. Um, the the running and walking. The, the way I've accomplished getting running, and I now can call myself a runner. I've done it for ten weeks. Ten minutes of running. Ten minutes of running is not difficult. Ten minutes of running from the at the beginning, and it's the and it's you just start, started running. Ten minutes of running is hard, right? to just just start running for 10 minutes and run for 10 minutes. It's very hard. So what do you do to make it simple, right? The mantra is make it simple. Number two step, we're still on step two, keep it simple. So how do you, you break it down. You break, the the goal is not 10 minutes in a row. The The goal is just 10 minutes, right? So if it's just 10 minutes, I could do whatever I want. It's my goal, it's my project. So I could, I could do 10 one minute runs, right? I could do five two minute runs, which is what I did. Um, I would run for two minutes. I'd have my phone. I'd have it with me. I'd be able to time that my 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 um, uh, two minutes, and I would run for ten minutes or two minutes, and then I would walk for two minutes, and then I would run for two minutes, and then I'd walk for two minutes, and then I'd run for two minutes, and I would do that, you know, in segments. And so that takes twenty minutes because I'm going to combine my walking and my running into two minute segments every you know for for. 10 times. And it worked. I did it every day, every weekday for 10 weeks. I did it. I did all of these things. I did my stretching. I did my push-ups. I did my crunches. 
I walked 10 minutes. I ran 10 minutes. I did my 10 minutes of meditation every weekday for 10 weeks. I accomplished it. I am so proud of myself. And I hope you're proud of me too. I want you to do it too. I, not necessarily this. And, and if, you, if you are looking to establish a new healthy lifestyle, and I'm, and I'm sure many of you are, I encourage you to try this because it's, it's so easy to do it. And what happens is that your, your mind changes. Okay, I'm going to get into that later. But when you do it and you start accomplishing things and you start having success and it start, start happening, you want to do more, right? You want to run past the 10 minutes. You want to, you want to meditate for more than 10 minutes. You want to do more than 10 push-ups because it becomes easy. You're, you get stronger both physically and mentally. So it can happen, right? And, and my goal for this, this, pro, this project, my goal wasn't necessarily, was not, it was not necessarily, it was not quote unquote to be healthy. The goal is not to be healthy. My goal is to establish a lasting habit of health. There's a big difference here. I, you know, I'm not, I, I definitely am healthier than I was 10 weeks ago, but I'm not, you know, you know, the Mr. Universe. I, I have established a lasting habit of health. I can continue doing this forever. It's not hard. I can continue doing this project forever. I could probably do it into my 80s and 90s. It's not that hard, right? So the goal was to establish a habit, not necessarily to be healthy. And, and what happens is that once you have that habit, it leads to more progress. It leads to a stronger, healthier lifestyle. So you do become healthy by default, right? The goal was not necessarily to be healthy, right? That's what I wanted. I wanted a new healthy lifestyle, but I set the goal to establish the habit to become, to be healthier, right? It's, it's, it's a, there's a, there's a mindset there. And so that was number two. That's keep, keep it simple. Let's take a quick break here to say thank you to our platform sponsors here at Entree Architect. FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software, and RCAT. FreshBooks makes it simple to send invoices, post your expenses automatically, track your time for the whole team by project, and get organized with reports, communication, and notifications. My favorite feature at FreshBooks is the automated invoice reminders. It's a simple feature, and I think sending invoices and getting paid is one of the biggest barriers to our success as entrepreneur architects. Who has the time, right? But if we don't send out those invoices, we don't get paid. FreshBooks makes it easy to send out invoices and get paid online with a click of a button. And when your client doesn't pay on time, FreshBooks will send them a friendly email reminder automatically through a simple system that you control. Sign up for a free 30-day unrestricted trial and get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid faster. Visit entrearchitect.com slash FreshBooks to access FreshBooks for free for 30 days and be sure to enter Entree Architect in the How Did You Hear About Us section. One of the most often requested resources here at the Entree Architect community is project management software. How do we keep our projects and our people organized while we grow as entrepreneur architects? Well, this podcast is sponsored by our friends, the AIA Advantage partner, BQE Software. They are the makers of ArchiOffice. But BQE just released a new product built just for us architects. It's called Core. You may have heard about it. BQE built Core in response to what we want in a project management software. 
BQE Core lets you practically run your office from a single platform. Time and expense tracking, project management, dashboards, reports, billing, and accounting are seamlessly integrated in an easy-to-use interface that will save you time, effort, and money. And listeners to this podcast, the Entree Architect podcast, can get a free 15-day trial, free, for Core. Try it out at entrearchitect.com slash BQE. entrearchitect.com slash BQE. If you've been listening to this podcast anytime during the last few months, you've heard me talk about our friends, RCAT. And hopefully you're using their free resources every day as an architect. For those of you who have not yet checked them out, RCAT's a great tool for us small firm architects. RCAT has a huge library of free content, CAD, BIM, specifications, and tons more. And they've done all the work for you. If you need a spec, click over and download a CSI three-part specification in multiple formats, any way you want it. And how about a CAD detail or a BIM object? They're there, all free, at the click of a mouse. It's super simple. RCAT has tons of building products. Their content is there, ready for you to use, and it's all completely free. And you don't even have to register to download it. Check it out at RCAT.com. Have you tried out their newest free tool? It's called charrette create a project assign tasks share and collaborate with colleagues and clients in real time pull content from the rcat database or from anywhere on the web and put it in charrette keeps it organized in all one place and guess what charrette is free too for the entree architect community visit them at entrearchitect.com slash rcat a-r-c-a-t entrearchitect.com slash rcat and click on the charrette icon to check them out and let them know that Entree Architect sent you. FreshBooks, Core by BQE Software and RCAT. Please visit our platform sponsors today and thank them for supporting you, the Entree Architect community. And so let's get into number three. Number three is give your project a name. This is probably a branding geek thing of mine. I just love to name projects that if I, you know, with Entree Architect, every time we come up with a new idea, the first thing I want to do is give it a name, right? With Entre- with Five Cat Studio, my architecture firm, every time we, we put together a project, I want to give it a name. So when I, when I established this project that I was going to create this new healthy lifestyle and I was going to write this blog post at EntreeArchitect.com slash habit, I wanted to give it a name, right? I wanted to give it a name. So I said, okay, well, what is this? You know, what am I going to do? I'm going to create all these simple things of doing it. Um, it started, you know, it started developing and, and I started coming up with, you know, 10 crunches, 10 minutes of walking, 10 minutes of running. Okay. 10. So 10 needs to be in there. Right. And so I established 10, right? So 10, um, and then I said, okay, 10 X sounds cool, right? 10 X project. Okay. So now it's got a cool name. I think it's cool. Um, 10 X not only refers to all the quantities that I've established, but now it also uh, references the potential improvement in my life. Can I improve my health 10 times with this lasting new habit? Will, will this habit to lead to other new habits that may improve my life? Right? So, so could it, could this 10 X not only refer back to the 10 minutes of walking and the 10 minutes of running 10 crunches, 10, all those tens for 10 weeks, right? 10, 10, 10, you know, (laughs) 
I want to tell you a secret. My wife, Anne-Marie, made so much fun of me with this 10X project, but it works, Anne-Marie. It works. So you can laugh all you want that I gave it a name and it's 10X. It works. When you give something a name, it makes it real. It gives it life, right? It gives you something to reference and share with others. It gives you something to post. I created a hashtag, my10x project. You can look on it on social media, on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, um, and uh, Instagram. Search hashtag my10x project and you will find posts that I posted about my progress as I moved along. So when you give it a name, you give it a life and you give it a brand, right? You can start, uh, it brands it in your own mind, right? And when it brands it in your own mind, you start telling yourself a new story, right? This 10X project becomes part of who you are and you start identifying with it because now it has a name. Um, so the, the also the word project, that's the other thing, is the word project also, so 10x is important, but the word project is also uh, important in the in this in the name of what I've given this because that word project is very intentional. Projects have have a start, a starting point, and a finishing point, right? Very often, projects lead to other projects. Um, specific it, it, projects have a specific objective with specific results, right? When you put together an architecture project, there's a beginning and the end, and there's a there are specific objectives and specific results. So the word project, though sounds cool, uh, it also has lots of meaning, right? So my 10X project is the, is the full name, my 10X project. It's my project, so I can name it whatever I want and it can be whatever I want it to be. Um, it's 10, so I, I all those 10s in, in what I've done, 10X means multiple things and it's a project. There's a beginning and the end. 10 weeks. When it's when I hit 10 weeks, I'm done. I can quit and I've accomplished, right? So I make it so simple, I can't fail. It's only 10 weeks. 10 weeks is actually a long time. But if you can do it for 10 weeks, it becomes a real habit, right? And so I give it a name. So number three is give it a name. Give your project a name. Number four, set a goal. That's the whole point, right? Establish a habit. My goal was to establish a habit, not necessarily to be healthy. This makes, um, this time, this time in, in trying to be healthier, it makes a difference because all in the, in the past, I've always said, okay, I, I want to be healthy. My goal is to be healthy. My goal is to run. My goal is to run 10 times, uh, two miles every day. You know, it's the goal was not to run. The goal was to establish the habit of running. Okay, so it's very it's a very different thing. So with my with my goal, my goal was complete six simple exercises every weekday for ten weeks. That's it, right? Accomplish that, and that may lead to new habits, with a desire and a motivation to go past those goals. That's the mindset. Is if you can accomplish this really simple task, my goal was to establish the habit that habit may lead to other habits that may lead to a healthier lifestyle, right? Changes your mindset, changes your, your, your identity of who you are, your self identity, the way you identify yourself, right? That if you identify yourself as somebody who's uh, unhealthy and can't run, can't walk, can't get out into the exercise, just not who I am. I used to say, oh, it hurts for me to run. Well, I found a way to run without it hurting doesn't hurt anymore. It actually never hurt because I only ran 
two minute segments. It never hurt. And and by the time I was done, I was huffing and puffing and I was sweating. And so it was a full aerobic exercise, but it wasn't difficult. So I set a goal to be a habit. So set a goal is number four. Number five, develop a plan. Okay, so just like a business plan, just like a business goal, you need to have a plan. Stephen Covey says, start with the end in mind. So what does your success look like in 10 weeks? My success look, looked like in 10 weeks that I was going to feel better, that my, my, my mind and my body was going to change. And I, I, I wanted it to see, you know, I wanted to see other changes in my life as well. So start with the end in mind. Start with what does your life look like at the end of your project, the end of your, uh, of your goal. Right. So once you've succeeded, um, you put together this plan and we need to give our plan a simple structure with rules. So what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? When are we going to do it? Uh, when will you have accomplished that goal? What was the deadline? Right. So it gives you this, the, you need some, some structure when you put together a plan. What will happen if you miss a day? Right. So my goal was to do this every weekday for 10 weeks. That gave me two days of buffer. And so my, my goal was to do this five times a week. Originally, it was every weekday. But then I realized that if I had those two days of buffer, my goal can be uh, five times a week, you know, uh, for 10 weeks. Five didn't fit into my 10, which is why Anne-Marie made fun of me. <laughs> but that's essentially what I did is I said, okay, I'm going to do this five times a week for 10 weeks. And I have two, two days of buffer. So if I missed a day, if it, if it was pouring rain, or I had something else in my life that, which is what happened. It, the rain, I very often, unless it was pouring rain, uh, I would run through the rain. Um, but but there were times in my life that just, you know, I was traveling on vacation. You know, I was traveling for 12 hours in a car, right? Not conducive to running when you're traveling. And so that day, I, I'm just not going to be able to do it. So I just pushed it into one of those two buffer days. And that's so, so that gives me, uh, some flexibility. That's part of my plan. What is going to happen if you miss a day? What is going to happen if you don't accomplish your, your goal on that day? Give yourself some buffer room. Give yourself some margin so you can accomplish it. Make it part of your rules. Again, it's your project. It's your rules. You can do whatever you want, right? And you can change it if along the way. You know, don't do that too much because then you basically just, you know, change it to the point where it's no longer your original concept. I didn't change very much other than changing it from every weekday to five times a week. Um, but, but, you know, sort of building in that buffer is really important. Um, so that's number five, develop a plan. Number six, track your project progress, right? So you establish a goal, you create a plan, and now you're going to, you're going to do it and you're going to, how are you going to track your progress? Cause that's important. You want to track your progress. For me, I used Evernote. I created my 10x journal. I opened up a new note in a, in my notebook and I labeled it my 10x journal. And basically all I did, really simple, again, keep it simple so it's not hard to do, very quick and, and done. I just noted the location or the date. Actually, the first thing I did is I said week one, day one, day two, day three. So I would label what week I'm on and what day of that week I'm on because I'm going to do it five days for 10 weeks. So I needed to know that I was in week one or week two or week three. So I, they would be journaled week one, day one, uh, the location of where I was doing it. 
So if I'm doing meditation uh, in the car, where where am I sitting in the car? If um if I'm running, where am I running? Um, if I'm doing my push-ups and crunches, where am I doing those push-ups and crunches? So I locate note the location and the activities uh, completed at those locations, and that's it. That's it. Just the 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 week number, the day number, where I am, and what I've accomplished. Simple. So now I have a journal of my entire 10 weeks, where I was and what I did. So I have proof to myself that I've accomplished it. The other thing I did, and this actually I didn't follow through with, but the other thing, which is, this is a good idea. It's just, I didn't need it because I was following it through my journal. But a second way of uh, tracking your progress is to track it on your physical calendar. If it's something that you're going to do on a daily basis every day, um, put a calendar on your wall and Put an X through the day that every day that you've accomplished it, and and you create a chain of these X's, and so you don't want to break the chain. That's the, that's the goal when you're doing this. If you want to look at it on a physical ca- calendar, when you accomplish your goal, X off the day. So my original plan was to create the journal and to do this physical calendar. So I would I would note in my journal, and then I would put the X through it so I could look at it every day. I found that I didn't need to see the the break the chain. Uh, because I didn't break the chain, I had it in my my journal. My journal showed the consistency, um, but the but for accomplishing any goal, that that uh, calendar chain of X's is a physical, a, vi- a visual reminder um, of uh, of your of your goal. Every day, you can have it right there, showing you can remind you to do it. There's also another app. I think it's called Productive. I'm going to actually look it up while I'm recording here. Um, I just downloaded it. I have not yet used it. But it is an app called Productive, yep. And it's sort of a uh, an app that is creating those X's for you. So you establish your goal, you establish what how many days you want to do it, and then it actually shows you how productive you've been in establishing these goals. So it's a, an app I'm going to explore, but you may want to check it out. Um, I have it on iPhone called Productive. Looks very interesting. Um, Number seven, number seven is find some accountability. I'm not one for volunteering my accountability. I don't like being held accountable. Uh, It's sort of something that I resist being held accountable, but accountability works. I know that when I wanna share my plan that, that I'm more likely to achieve my goals if I share my plan. So that was part of my 10 steps, find some accountability. Uh, That originally, original blog post was my accountability. I posted all these 10 steps and my goals and my and my entire project, put it out there for all of you to read. How could I be more accountable than that? And then during the, my progress, during the 10 weeks, I was posting uh, whenever I felt like it, there was no rules to this, but I would post on Instagram a picture of myself uh, doing what I was doing and, and hashtagging my 10X project. Um, I would write on Twitter how I did that day. I didn't get too into it. I just sort of occasionally posted it out there just to uh, remind people that I was doing it to remind myself that I was being held accountable by the people who I've I've shared this blog post with. And I was hoping really even more so, because this is what I love to do, is encourage and inspire you to do your own project, right? In, the, in that original blog post, I encouraged you to follow along with me, to play along and have your own project. And so I was hoping that, you know, those posts would inspire and encourage you to continue and motivate you to continue doing what you're doing. So number seven is find some accountability. Number eight, 
Take advantage of life's cycles. This is so important because, like I just said in the beginning of this podcast, this is the end of, uh, of the summer, beginning of September. This is the end of a cycle, right? So summer was a cycle. My whole routine changed during the summer. During these past 10 weeks, completely, these 10 weeks were completely different uh, in schedule and discipline and timing than every other week of the year. Because during the summer, the kids are home and the kids have summer activities and summer camps and swim lessons and swim teams. And I need to be up anyway to drive my daughter to early morning swing, swim training, right? We had to get up at 4.30 in the morning every morning for 10 weeks uh, and get her on deck at the pool by 6 o'clock in the morning every day. The pool is about a half hour away from our, our, our house. That took some discipline, right? But she wanted to do it. I committed to driving her there. But that really was awesome, right? It sounds crazy, get up at 4.30 every morning during the summer. But what, it, what, it, what was great about it is that I would drop her off and then I would do my entire thing, my entire routine every morning for 10 weeks. It was right there. I took advantage of my life's cycles. This cycle of this 10 weeks just happened to fit perfectly within my, 10, my 10X project. Um, I had to be up anyway, right? I had to be there on deck at six o'clock anyway. Uh, I don't typically start work until nine o'clock in the morning. So why not use this time to do what I'm gonna do? So I did. So every morning I would drop Charlotte off at her training camp at, at, at the pool and I would go uh, explore and find a place to to do my running and my walking, and, and I, which was really cool because um, that was another thing that sort of, this is actually not even part of the original 10, 10, 10 uh, steps, but, but by keeping it, uh, by not doing it in the same place every day, kept it fresh and exciting. So I would always explore a new place. So if I'm going to run and walk every day, I'm not going to do it in the same place every day. So I found you know new paths and new parks and and new trails, and I would do it somewhere else every day. And I would the ones that I liked, I would go back and do them again. And the ones I didn't like, I just wouldn't go back and do them. So I was always finding these new places. So I I ended up I love water. I always loved rivers, and so uh, Charlotte's training camp was near the Hudson River. So I gravitated towards the river and I would run along the river and it and it was great and it made it so much easier uh, I had to be up at 4 30 anyway I had to be on deck at 6 I had to wait for her because she swam from 6 to 8 o'clock in the morning every day so two hours that's more than enough so I can get this entire project done in, in an hour if you add up all the time that uh, that I mentioned before it's less than an hour right so if it's less than an hour I have more than an hour to hang out, so I, that was that was, and that's number nine. Number nine is reward yourself. So it was awesome. So I would get up, I would go, and I would run, and I do all my my exercise. I do, do the whole ten x project, and then my reward was to sit. I go get it. I go get um, breakfast, and I'd come back to the river, and I'd sit in front of the river and watch the sun come up behind me every day for ten weeks, and eat my breakfast right on the river. It was an awesome reward. I would I would love to get up and do that every day and have that type of breakfast, sitting literally three feet from the Hudson River and watch the sun come up behind me and shine on the Palisades across the other side of the river. And the Palisades are these cliffs on the other side of the Hudson River that are bright red when they're lit up. 
it was such a great reward. So number nine is reward yourself. Give yourself a reward. Set up a reward system so every time you do this, um, it you have something to look forward to. I would, um, I would have um, the other thing is that in in during the running, by setting up these segments, these two minute segments, you would run for for two minutes, which I didn't like so much, but I love to walk. So I would run for two minutes, and then I'd get a reward of walking through the woods and listening to the birds and the, and the and the wind and the and watch the water and see the the boats go by. And then I would run for two minutes, and then I'd stop and I'd walk for two minutes, and I'd get the so that 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 routine of running and walking and running and walking and running and walking gave me a reward every two minutes. And so set up this reward system during the process of whatever you're establishing. You know, maybe if it's a business a business um, routine that you're going to do, give yourself some reward. Maybe you like coffee. And so after you've accomplished this, you can go get a cup of coffee. You know, so create these reward this reward system so it's exciting and it keeps it it keeps it you motivated, gives you something to look forward to, uh, and it becomes part of the habit, right? So that's number nine. Reward yourself. Number ten. Celebrate, right? It's ten weeks later right now. This podcast is my celebration of my 10x project. I am uh, announcing that I have made it through all ten weeks of of my 10x project. I have done this. I've done this every day, every week, five to five days a week, every week for 10 weeks. I have done it. So I am celebrating with you. I am going to celebrate with my family. I am celebrating with myself. I am excited about this because I am truly motivated to continue, which is really the, the, the best part about this is that because you do this every day for 10 weeks, you don't want to stop. Your mind changes. And your body starts firming up and your muscles come back and you feel physically fit. Um, your head clears up. Your, your mindset is, is more focused because I'm meditating. Everything is better while I'm doing this. I don't want to stop. I want to continue doing this forever. Um, I, I, I don't want to lose the, the, the progress I've made on my physical body and my, my, my mental condition. I don't want to lose this. I put 10 weeks into this, so I don't want to lose this. And so um, I want to celebrate with you. I want to continue doing this. I'm not going to stop. Um, so you can, if you want, I will continue posting at my uh, 10X project, hashtag my 10X project. Every time I'm out there doing something, maybe I'll post a little uh, a little picture of where, where I am, what I'm doing, um, or even a selfie. So I hope this motivates you. I hope this inspires you because if if you didn't read, if you did read the, the blog post originally and you follow it along, I'd love to know your progress. I would love to know how you did. And and um, so go to the the show notes, entrearchitect.com slash episode 184. This is the 184th episode of Entree Architect podcast. So go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 184 and let me know how you've done. If you if you have not done a project like this, I encourage you. This podcast is my way of encouraging you and inspiring you to go reach for your goals. You can do this. You can make changes in your life, whatever your circumstances. Even if you failed over and over again in the past, I tried to run so many times. I can't tell you how many times I've tried to run. 
I'm a runner. I can't run a marathon. I probably can't even run a 5K at this point, but I can run five two-minute segments. (laughs) I'm a runner, baby. So you can do it too. It doesn't matter. It's your rules. It's your project. You can do it. If you have a goal, get it out of your head. Get it out of your head. Let it be free. Go accomplish that goal. Follow these 10 steps. Here are the 10 steps again. 10 steps. Write them down right now. Understand your why. Keep it simple. Give yourself, uh, give your project a name. Set a goal. Develop a plan. Track your progress. Find some accountability. Take advantage of life's cycles. So what does your schedule look like? What does your upcoming uh, schedules look like? Maybe you can fit your 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 uh, your new goal into a life cycle. Um, reward yourself. That's very important. Make sure you reward yourself and make it a project with an end date. And when you're finished with it, celebrate. Celebrate your success in achieving your goals. I hope this is helpful. I want to know how you've done. Go to entrearchitect.com slash episode 184 and let me know how you've accomplished your goals, how you have established your healthy habits, any habits, entrearchitect.com slash episode 184. If you liked what I shared here today, I ask you to share it with a friend. Pick one friend that you think might be motivated, might be inspired by this episode and share it. EntreArchitect.com slash episode 184, the number 184, EntreArchitect.com slash episode 184. No, I'm serious. Share it. Share it right now. EntreArchitect.com slash episode 184. Share this episode with somebody that you think needs it. Hey, and don't forget to visit the website to learn more about Entree Architect Academy, our private online membership program that's built just for you, the small firm entrepreneur architect. You can build a better business and we're going to show you how. Just visit the homepage at entrearchitect.com slash episode. No, not episode, just the homepage, entrearchitect.com. It's right there, right there in the homepage. You can learn everything you need to know about Entree Architect Academy. You know, if you're struggling and trying to figure out how to make your business work, give it a try. Just go over there and check it out and take a look at it. It's guaranteed. If you join and you decide that membership's not for you, just just email us and we'll refund your money. So there's no risk here. EntreeArchitect.com. Go join a level and see what you like. Okay, my name is Mark Arlapage. If you haven't figured that out by now, And I am an entrepreneur architect and I encourage you to go build a better business so you can be a better architect. Love, learn, and share what you know. Those are the three rules in life. Love, learn, share. Think about it. That's all you need to know. You think life is is rough. If you think this society is crumbling, love, learn, share. Spread those three rules and we're going to all be okay. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.
I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything, yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, well, buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. Where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like, how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us. Can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it, guys. Oh my the one that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success. Calling all small firm architects. It's time to tap into your full potential with Entree Architects Context and Clarity, where inspiration meets innovation. Hey, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my two favorite co-hosts, Jeff Eccles and Katie Kangas, as they bring together authors, experts, and thought leaders for electric conversations with entrepreneur architects around the globe. It's not just a podcast, it's a community where dreams meet action. There's a simple equation there. And what for me, what that did, just doing that basic calculation was, it allowed me to compare what I had actually saved in my retirement accounts to what I thought a possible projected annual spend might be. Artists are temperamental, so beautiful design is gonna be a priority. When the job is done, we're gonna actually need to live in the house, not live with the person who designed it. <laughs> and so for me, the, the artistic skill, the architectural skill is most important. And so I would say like, that would be 60% of it, if not more. Gain insights to build a successful practice. Subscribe, engage, and let's redefine your future together. Join the Context and Clarity community, where every conversation adds to your blueprint for success.